2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. (laughs) Did you bring wine?
4: I got the glasses.
2: You guys, I made a quiz.
4: I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. (laughs)
5: Hello, and welcome to the official Broad podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and how lucky can you get? If I love again, then it's going to be a great day. Am I blue? More than you know, but it's only a paper moon. I like him, but wait, clap hands. Here comes Charlie. So long, honey lamb, because I found a million dollar baby in a five and ten cent store. I got a code in my nose, but hey. It's just me and my shadow. So long, honey lamb, because joining us today are the usual bling dates, including Kevin. Let's hear it for me, Jager.
4: Oh, yeah.
5: Kimberly, R. isn't this better game master and unofficial <laughs> babysitter <laughs> for the hour. It is. It's better. <laughs> and with us today is a returning guest that we love very much. You know him. You love him, too. Let's give a big broad-waisted welcome to friend and co-host and everything of the show. Everything, everything of, the of the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> funny lady hive. Funny yes. lady
3: hive.
5: Yes. I, I gave you some funny. And you know, when you come on, I, I really I have to think like what do I want? What what kind of a reaction do I want from him based on what I'm doing? And funny lady just felt appropriate. Funny lady. Duh deep today. <laughs> proud of you oh thank funny you. lady thank you well before <laughs> we get into it what are you drinking what are you drinking, what are drinking? uh robbie let's start with you what are you drinking
0: i'm mixed manhattan with some uh elijah craig rye Ooh, yeah i'm in a brown phase in fact i have a pitcher just in case
5: oh nice Nice. we're gonna have fun today <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> kevin what are you drinking uh, a sensible
4: margarita from my margarita it, pitcher in my fridge. From Love your it. lemonade pitcher. Yeah. Yep, it's now a margarita pitcher. <laughs> Long time listener, first time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Robbie knows the beverage <laughs> of choice of all yeah. of us.
4: It was going to be just for the very true. It was going to be just for the summer, but like here we are, and it's like getting balmy, and I still like it. Uh, Listen, Kimberly, what are you drinking? Kate Rangers. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, I have what is becoming a watered down gin and tonic that Jay poured me <laughs> earlier.
0: Ooh. Um, it can
2: refresh at some point. But what I want if everyone's on TikTok, and this will date this episode, is Negroni. though mm. with prosecco in. Okay. I got I got
0: questions. It's yes It's a TikTok um, thing
2: that's happening right now. I know. And it's just a Negroni the without gin. Sounds weird.
4: See in a, that's a month and stupid, stupid. <laughs>
2: It's prosecco instead of gin. Why?
4: In a month and a half, when that Prosecco gets to yeah. <laughs> in a month like. and a half, when that gets to Instagram Reels, I will watch it and feel new. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, be like, everyone, we have to drink the this
4: <laughs> Yeah, everyone will be like, "Yeah, we did that two months ago," and I'm like, "Um, Instagram just told me." Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brian, so, what are you
5: drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a little bit of cider, some uh, Windridge Cider Company cider. Um, I guess this dates this episode as well, but we recently went out to drink and they sent me, I was ordered a Pilsner and they sent me a pumpkin cider and I was like, this is not at all what I ordered, but it was delicious. So I've been drinking that whole thing. It was great. I was so surprised. We all like cheers. And then I took it, I took a drink of it and I was like, what (laughs) is this? Like, this is, this is very sweet, but it was great. I love it. Yummy. So I'm in Ciderland. Fantastic. Well, uh, welcome back, Robbie. This is your uh, uh, guest Mm -hmm. hosting, starring. Redacted. uh, Yeah, redacted. uh, (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's just, you know what? Let's just get right into it. What have you seen
1: recently?
2: What have you seen recently? No longer this week.
5: Yeah, no
0: longer. Yeah, I guess. No longer the segment. What have you seen this week? The segment. What
2: have you seen recently?
0: What have I seen recent? The most recent thing I saw, I feel like, was the Into the Woods revival
4: mm-hmm.
0: on the broad the, on the Broadway.
4: What Is, underst- was
0: there Something after that? Shit.
4: Uh, what understudy did you see? That's None. What, good for you. Uh, I Not know.
0: Enough. When I saw it on course, my buddy Jason Forbach was on for um for Gavin is that right no he was on for J- uh, Jordan Donica excuse me um but no understudies when I saw it on the Broadway that's amazing now the next day Darcy was out with COVID
3: mm. so oh, well
2: wasn't you
0: well he got it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what happens <laughs>
0: I th- I think that's the last thing I saw. I'm, yeah, anyway, it, time is a construct. I don't know. Shows are happening. It's a they new are. season. I think the last things
2: I've seen. And I think truly the last two shows I saw were both Mulan Rouge. Because I caught cops twice in two weeks. <laughs> and I went, sure. Make better choices. (laughs) Oh, that's
4: genius!
2: Yeah, I saw like Aaron Tveit's second to last show, and oh, sure, and Derek Klena's like third new show.
4: Oh, that's so good! Yeah, yeah.
0: That's That's the
2: weirdest little thing.
0: You can do a compare contrast TikTok. His arms are like this, and his arms are like that. That's there. You go.
2: They don't really so, show um, off their arms, so much coat.
0: I would wear that. They're coat very
2: though. well layered in that show. Yeah.
0: Not gonna Like, didn't love Moulin Rouge. I'm very famously on record saying I didn't love Moulin Rouge. I would wear the shit out of that jacket.
2: Oh, it's a great jacket.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: I just would and love a they, jacket tailored to me the way that a costume yeah. department would tailor me a jacket.
0: Exactly. If they weren't all tiny twinks who were up there playing that role, I would reach up, snatch it, and walk out with it. However...
2: Yeah. None of us could lift our arms in that film.
0: They're not. <laughs> they, don't <laughs> hire, <laughs> they don't hire Augustus Gloob to play uh, what's his name? Christian. So, here we
2: are. Kev, <laughs> what have you seen recently? Probably been in nooses.
4: Um, I don't know if I talked about this show, but I saw uh, (laughs) Death of a Salesman,
3: the new production.
4: Um, Yeah, it was really beautiful. And also, like, I I feel like Death of a Salesman is the kind of show that, like, if you're a theater person, like, we've all read it. You've probably you may have seen it at some time. No, I
0: never have. It is a blind spot for me. And I'm very excited to go. That
4: was what was so cool, because I went with my really close friend, Kelly who is more of a musical theater person than like a straight theater person. So like, she was like, I know this is a big deal. I know this is a famous play. I just have no, I have no idea what I'm walking into. I don't know the plot. Like she had no idea. So I got to sit with somebody and then have the conversation intermission where like, she didn't know what was going to happen but like i got to hear her like what she was taking from it from a fresh perspective so that made it really mm-hmm. cool for me because like it was fresh for me because i hadn't like read it or seen it in a while but like i knew the play because like i um it was funny because like i did a scene in high school like theater competition um where i, I, I played it, y'all. where i played willie <laughs> Loman. so i'm like what did I know at like 17 playing Willie Loman? Right. <laughs> but like watching someone Can who you... has like the intense life experience and was actually understood sure. it. And also like now being at the age I'm at now where like, I've reached the point where like, I'm seeing myself as an adult and like looking toward the future. And like, you, you get to an age where you see your parents no longer as these like, like untouchable, unageable, like, Things mm-hmm. but you're seeing them as Humans who are getting older So I feel like it hit me like really Hard watching it this Way I have a great relationship with my parents but it's Just like watching Your I watching your a show parents. <laughs> Yeah you yeah. did meet my parents So like watching For the last time we were all together Yeah 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 Watching a show about like the, the struggle of becoming an adult And seeing the world And seeing your parents as they Really are like that was like a really interesting thing to experience as an adult at this point in my life. So I thought it was really great. And the acting is incredible. I mean, it's it's a stellar cast in production. So I would definitely Wait, recommend it. So,
5: Robbie, you've never seen it or read it at all. Isn't that wild? It's True like... the Salesman Act 1 oh, music no, really? cue is heard before the rise of the curtain. <laughs> During the music shortly after begins the curtain goes up. Before us at first only partly visible is the salesman's house. Um stay tuned on Patreon for my full reading of uh Yes. <laughs> says <all> the <laughs> Wait, uh, but, had, Kevin,
0: have you had you seen the whole play before?
4: Um. Uh, so I've seen the whole play but Mm -hmm. I'd seen it when I was younger and it was like a regional, like a regional theater did it. So it was like something I saw when I was a high school student where I was just like, wow, this is a really important play by a really Mm -hmm. important playwright where you like are are soaking it in, but you're also like a kid who doesn't understand the world yet. So you're like, this is an interesting play, but it really hit me different now. For me,
0: it's, I've seen like speeches, like monologues and like little scenes from it a lot like seeing, Frankie and Johnny in the Claire de Lune for the first time, yeah. what was that, last season? Two seasons? Oh, with Audrey. Yeah. Yeah, like that was the first time I ever saw any of those scenes in order where it made some kind of mm. sense. Because, what um, the and we've
2: all seen those scenes a thousand times.
0: Everybody has seen all of Frankie and Johnny, they just do not realize it <laughs> because it's been spread years. out over ten years.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
5: <Totally>. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, to most Perfect. of us it's an anthology piece.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's actually
0: part of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe most people don't know
5: <laughs> hey yeah
0: uh. <laughs> oh just little tag scenes, scenes day day that are day day
2: at day
3: day
2: day. the end of credits yeah
3: exactly what if
0: they start
2: doing end credit scenes at shows like instead of like the band plays the final thing everyone claps and then just like I'm trying to think of the best like musical to do it, and then like the Tenardiers just reappear and do another song.
0: Isn't the Music Man long enough? Haven't we suffered?
4: Hugh Jackman comes back and he's like, "I got one more." <laughs> another <laughs> he tag.
2: Or Avengers campus. Is-
4: or the it's like it ends happy, and then like the little tag scene is the mayor going well, we're going to tar and feather him, right? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. It would be like that crazy production of Annie
0: that happened in Boston, where at the very end of the show, like, getting a new deal for Christmas, getting a new deal for Christmas, getting a new deal for Christmas, and then lights, and we're back in the orphanage, and Annie wakes up in her bed, and all of it has been a dream. That is something that happened.
3: Someone did not...
0: Some... No. There are children who are now grown adults who are making choices now because, because... they saw and were scarred by
4: that Annie production.
0: Oh,
2: oh, oh. oh sad, my God, sad with
0: no new deal for that. <laughs>
4: oh, my God, okay. am... it's not
0: going to be that Annie no
4: more. I am what? shocked. A fun, that... fun, ga- fun game. Everybody pick one musical. That's not Annie. That that would be like the most ridiculous like thing to add on to a a musical. It's all yeah. What show would be perfect for the? It was all a dream situation.
5: Oh wow, Uh, that's a really good question. Once upon a
2: mattress.
4: (laughs) Oh yeah, that's always a good one. That
5: does that Mm -hmm. does fit in very well. Oh, that's Uh, a really good one.
0: Uh, What if it was fucking Miz? What if, if? (laughs) <laughs> Jean just dreamt all of the French Revolution, but not that in one. Prison. The other one. Yeah. Or or wakes
2: up back in prison. It was a dream. He wakes up, or from no,
0: was, in his beard yeah. from that loaf of bread.
4: I was gonna say he wakes <laughs> up and his, he wakes up and his sister going, "I'm hungry. So are you gonna steal food or not?" And he's like, "No, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
3: my life would be ruined."
4: Oh my god, that's so good.
5: That's so good. I See, know. I think. Ryan, we'll, what? What's your dream? Musical. Oh, oh, sound of music. You wake up and you realize that they've been captured by the Nazis. Whoa. Oh. Wow.
3: Oh. Oh. And oh. even darker. Oh.
0: Marjorie Taylor Green just walks in.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
5: oh god. Or, or, uh, or friends or. register to vote. Yeah. <laughs> So there are three different there are three different versions of the Sound of Music one. There's the okay. one where it all happens and then they wake up and they are actually captured by the Nazis. That's the first one. Yes. The second one is that she wakes up and that she has been in the um she's been in the um um the nunnery? The nunnery, the, what, the, nunnery the, the whole time. nunnery. Yeah. Like like all of that was just a dream. She's still a nunnery. So
0: Sound of Music was a wet dream.
5: Yes. <laughs> Um, the second one, the third the one, the third one is that the captain wakes up and he actually married the countess. Um, and everything after, like at a certain point was just him daydreaming about how he actually wanted his life to go. And he's like there at the end, like wearing a Nazi wow. um, sleeve because never, like, he ended up marrying the countess. Never, I know, but I'm just saying oh that's God. the dream. Darker and darker.
2: Darker and darker. Yeah.
5: Wow. What about
2: a little night music, and they all wake up having never gone to the weekend in the country.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: or <laughs> speaking of night music, let's pour one out for Angela Lansbury. Lansbury. Yeah.
2: Oh,
3: she's what, what
0: a lovely human.
5: Mm.
2: What a long, glorious life.
5: You know, I will but say very that when you sad to be over. Yeah. Yeah. When you do hear of somebody who has had such an impact on, on us from just even just obviously very different levels for each one of us. But just knowing that like the number was 96, there's a little bit of comfort in that uh, as opposed to something a little bit younger or more shocking. So as deeply sad as it is, there's, for me, there's mm-hmm. always that just like little bit of like she lived a full life and her legacy is unmatched.
0: Mm hmm. Absolutely. I worked on the last uh, Little Night Music cast recording. Oh, you did? And mm-hmm, uh, and she was a lovely human. And then uh, I was backstage one day waiting for my friend Leanne, who played Petra in that revival. And she just glided past. And it's like, that's Angela Lansbury. You know what I mean? That's like, that's royalty.
4: Yeah. Like, the
0: queen, who cares? Angel Queen, Angela. Yeah, Lansbury.
4: Angela Lansbury. Mm-hmm. Cheers to that!
3: Yeah, uh, sure.
0: to our Dame. May her memory be a blessing.
4: Another Angel Lansbury show that would be incredible with it. It was all a dream thing. Is mm-hmm. obviously Sweeney Todd, where it ends oh. with like the build of love it and. A lot of productions like love it and Sweeney exit through some kind of door or something or they go like at the end.
0: They go into the uh, into the oven together.
4: So if you see if they do that and then like it wakes up and there's a little kid who had a bad dream. And the oh, parents are like, and, Toby. and the yeah, it's Toby and the parents are checking like the closet, which is the oven now, to see if there's anything in there, and there's not. And like, you're fine, go back to sleep. And they leave, and then like it ends with like the door slightly opening and Sweeney laughing, like there you go, like that fucking rolling pin just starts to come out. Ah.
2: Are the parents like he has dreamt that his parents are
4: these people? Oh, uh-huh. oh, oh. That's
2: a great idea, Kimberly. There you go. Thank you. Like.
5: That very much like Captain Hook from Peter Pan yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. I love that. Mm-hmm. There's an uh, uh, so Mama Mia could be a dream where she wakes up and like her dad's just Pierce Brosnan. Like there's no two other people. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: or she so where wakes did up. She and- get her musicality is the question.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would say cabaret, but there already there already is that line at the end was like maybe it was all just a dream, and then he wakes up and he's like, it was just a dream. I'm back in America. It's me. There was
0: a damn song in the show now cut called "Why Should I Wake Up." Yeah, that was in my book for a little bit. Oh, really? It's a great song. Friends, I saw Cabaret when I was over in London. When I was at oh in London, and that production is so wildly different from the Harold the Harold Prince production or the the Sam Mendes Rob Marshall production. I've mm. seen them all, uh-huh. and it's top five musical theater experiences in my life. Wow. I can't can you... wait for it to come to the Lyceum Theater.
2: Oh, wait, is it? Or are they going to... Okay. Because there's a strange loop in there right now.
4: Uh,
0: Until... They just announced their closing.
2: Right yeah.
0: It's been a day. It's been a homophobic <laughs> so, day. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah,
4: it has been very homophobic. Uh, um, Robbie, can we talk about some other things that are London-based that we're all kind yes. of hoping is yes, coming go. this way. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see the uh, flying car? Uh, I did see the flying car.
0: Yes, and, uh, That would the be future. back to the future. Uh, it, yes, that car flew. It did that.
2: Uh, to the future.
4: What did you think?
0: I, I would give it... Uh, like a tech 10 show six I did I wasn't like oh my god this score is incredible um Roger Bart was out when we saw it unfortunately um because a lot of what the doc has written is clearly written to all of Roger Bart's strengths and Mm -hmm. um his uh standby bless him is good but not Roger Bart um Mm -hmm. however the way they handle like the getting up the bell tower and all of that stuff is genius. I just uh, wish the score was a little better.
4: I think sure. they're um, they're twe- they're tweaking it before it would come across the pond. I think I I've, I've heard that there's tweaks being made. Um and then did you get to see uh, uh my fave Miss Carrie Hope Fletcher in Bad Cinderella?
2: It's just Cinderella I, over there. It's only bad Cinderella. I,
4: I didn't see there. Cinderella bad or otherwise. Uh, what What are your thoughts? Is, like I have, I've, I've literally heard that one little. I am bad, Cinderella. I am bad. This is my song. Like I've heard that little piece everywhere, but like <laughs> I, those aren't the words. I I don't think. Um, I truly really in
0: my own little corner. Yeah, you sang in my own little corner. Yeah, yeah. That is that <laughs> is the
4: melody. <laughs> the melody. That's the melody. If you listen to listen. the like the, the little piece that they've put out, Cinderella. that's the song that she Cinderella. sings. It and is. H- a
0: little I wonder if it's a homage, because Richard Rodgers is famously Angeloid Robert's favorite composer. So that might be like a tip probably. of the hat.
4: So it's probably something like ah. that.
0: I mean, here is the thing, friends. Yeah. One, changing the title to Bad Cinderella only makes it easier for critics. Mm-hmm. Really
2: just, like, shot themselves in the foot
4: there. Mm-hmm. Because they all in the want glass slipper. The headline.
2: They all want yeah. the headline now.
4: But we all know that huh. we all know that due to equity rules, that Carrie will not be coming over to play that right. part. So who
0: They've do They've announced you, who it is. Had yeah.
4: they, they announced? Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, they actually released the a single... Wait, Hold I on. missed this.
3: Uh, Kevin.
4: On TikTok. Uh, Beatrice Dorello.
0: Uh, Lynedy Giano? Question mark. G- L I N E D Y G E N A O.
2: She was in oh. the paper mill um on your feet.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Yes. And she's incredible. Like They no, did this whole press no. event
2: Were you at the Where she
0: spray painted the B and the D around. All of these
2: Broadway influencers just got DMs from Andrew Lloyd Webber, seemingly himself, but obviously his team, inviting them. Didn't get one. Cordially invited, neither did we. Cordially invited to such and such. All these like girls on TikTok that talk about Broadway.
4: That's amazing. didn't get one. And then
2: they just like sat on the floor and watched her spray paint.
4: I am optimistic. That will have a star vehicle for someone, so that would be uh, exciting to see her blossom in some way.
3: Um,
0: I uh, that that would be great. One couple questions: Is Countess Luanne de Lisep's playing the stepmother? Because <laughs> was, was her behind him when he was DJing out there? You no, know she
2: once you know. Was she's that asked just?
0: Right Chronicle of a Death foretold right there <laughs> question. Yeah.
2: She's a little um, fun to the whole thing. Let me be in it.
0: <laughs> but she'd have to sing it in the gentle key. <laughs> down a third, down, down <laughs> a third. Uh, uh,
3: uh,
0: uh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Love God bless. Uh, I, uh, I hope it does well.
5: Did, you, did you see Anne Juliet while you were over there? I sure did. I'm I
0: saw very my excited. friend... Kiela Settle, who has a full British accent now in real life. No. A couple questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She voice memoed me um, after the show. We were texting back and forth and then she just started to like voice memo me. And she was like doing the Jubilee because, I, you know, I was there and famously got stuck there because I got COVID sure. during the Jubilee.
3: What a time yeah. to be. So stuck
0: she order. sent me a voice memo where she was like, Oh, but here's the thing. It's not like I could go out. No. Nope. I got stuck in a room the size of my study, the room you see me in right now. Mm-hmm. And couldn't leave it. And right behind me, because I'm still playing Pokemon Go, you're welcome, 45. <laughs> um, and the Pokestop that was right behind me was uh Freddie Mercury's Death Place. <laughs> That's not great for me when I have COVID. No, That's not <laughs> fun for me. That's anyway, homophobic. She,
3: homophobic.
0: <laughs> true, like everything else. Yeah, she she <laughs> sent me a voice memo and she said we actually started the jubilee celebration last Sunday at Windsor Castle, C A S S E L Castle. And I mean, I was like, what I what I missed something. But she That's was so spectacular. Good. I had a blast at Anne Juliet. I it had looks a blast. It's so a fun. It is. A bl- Listen, one of the great things about theater in London is you can order gin and tonic for $6.50 and you can pre order it and pick it up on your way to your seat. And I, I did. did. Yeah. And I <laughs> wildly enjoyed Ann Juliet as a result.
4: Oh, I love that. They're yeah. really going with the advertising, so I'm I hope it does really well. Cause I Instagram is constantly giving me ads for that show. Because you're the Facebook. demo audience. Oh yeah. You're a
0: gay in its 30s who grew up on all these songs.
4: A hundred percent. Yeah. A
0: hundred percent. I can't wait. Like Patsy Wolf's gonna be fantastic as Anne <laughs> Hathaway, not that one. Um whole <laughs> like, Hathaway uh, goes into Stark the show. Sands.
2: I love Stark Sands. That, that would be Star so meta. Liberty.
4: That would be really meta. Anne Hathaway is Anne Hathaway.
0: Who literally says, yeah, not that one,
4: to the audience. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh,
3: that's
0: very Genius. Funny. It's, listen, all they need to do is take out an ad with every song title, like, grayed out in the background and just their logo over it. Yeah. Like, I want it that way. Teenage Dream. Fucking perfect. Like all those songs. Oh, right. I can say that now. You're not you yeah. sacking over me. No. Um, season four, baby.
3: Uh, <laughs> four four. Yeah. Yeah. Season four.
0: Listen, I've been on all seasons. I'm like
3: a man, yeah. all seasons. man
0: for all seasons. <laughs> you're definitely a series Speaking regular. of musical sequels tonight. <laughs> wow, you're really into musical sequels. <laughs> um, and Julie, it's a blast, friends. Just oh, I love get that. on that train. And and my friend Megan Kane, it was just announced is making her Broadway debut in it. Oh, that's uh, great! The season. Yeah, she's gonna be so good. Ugh. Is, anyway, open? yeah. Is there? They are when good? Is it rehearsals now. Yay! let um, If only we all had computers that we were
2: only we could on right all now. Look it up. <laughs>
5: What um, and Juliet Broadway? Go ahead. What are you most curious about? You're just like not a hundred percent sure. Like, what are you most curious? Like, sit in the seat and see what happens. Um, previews
0: begin October 28th for and Juliet. What am I most curious about? Great question. Thanks for asking. Um, <clears throat> I'm very intrigued by the rewrite of Camelot that Aaron Sorkin has done. That's coming to Lincoln Center. That Bart Shear is directing. They just There's a full like, production. Released, yeah, they just released artwork for it this week. Um, that's going to be in the spring. Um, in the fall, I'm very interested in Almost Famous
3: mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
0: because sometimes I forget that it's going to happen, but it is, and it's, it's happening it. now. Yeah, yeah, they're in um, previews already. I've, like I've seen Kimberly Akimbo off broadway and i can't wait to see it on broadway um and i'm also i haven't seen it yet but i'm very intrigued by the non-male 1776 that is playing currently
2: yes
4: i have a friend who i had questions
2: is the right word
4: i had a friend who saw it and then loved it and thought it was incredible Mm -hmm. and thought it was very like relevant and Beautiful and really well done. So he sang it's high praises and he's hard to like.
2: Then the times did not
4: enjoy. Yeah. So it's, it's I'm interested to see, to try to catch it and see what my thoughts are. Cause I love that show. I'm just interested, like what this take is bringing to the text.
0: Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. However, I love Carolee Carmelo, and that trumps everything
4: else. 100%. So, I'll
2: watch her sing anything.
4: Yeah, And I and really I hope her. she shows to the, she shows up to the theater with her motorcycle helmet under her arm. <laughs> like, I really hope that happens I every saw, day.
2: Dreamboat.
0: I saw her in 1776 in the last go-round when I was on Broadway. Because um, she replaced Linda Amand. Mm. Amand? Amand. As... Um, uh, Adams, Mrs. Adams. Uh, uh Abigail? So, yeah, Abigail Adams. She was spectacular. Also, her mm-hmm. husband at the time, Greg Edelman, was in it, singing Molasses Rum. Rum. Uh. I can't wait to see what she does. Also, is this her career, Tony? Question mark. Oh, yeah. Great point. Who is she Also, playing?
2: John. Don Dickinson, well,
0: cool, now. cool, considerate men is her song cut from the film but restored. Well,
2: the film is what I know. So, whoops.
4: That's so cool. Yeah.
2: I've also what? production of 1776.
4: Oh, that's weird.
2: I've only seen the movie.
0: I love it. I uh the encore's one was great with Santino. Oh, nice. Um
2: mm-hmm.
0: mm. Yeah, it sort of bounces everywhere. Uh I'm very intrigued to see oh my friend Nancy Anderson is in it as well so like I'm excited to see it I just don't know what I'm in for so, so here's a qu- that's to answer your question go ahead yeah yeah
5: so here's a question
1: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you say you love things
5: and like, I love this show. I love that. How much? Mm -hmm. And and, and we've talked about this on the podcast before. And I find this a very fascinating subject. Like how much of your love for things or how much can you delineate your love for things um, between having nostalgia infused with it? and um and Mm -hmm. actually like appreciating it now so for example like i i don't know if this is actually true but let's say like if you saw 1776 for the first time today would you Mm -hmm. think it is still the brilliant whatever um that you did when you saw the movie or whatever you saw originally because you're like formulating your opinions you're you're figuring out what sounds you like versus now where you have you have something a little bit more fundamentally understood about certain things.
0: Great question. So glad you asked. Um, (laughs) My pleasure. uh, Here's how I uh, can answer this the best. Mm -hmm. I would not use 1776 as an example because this production is so extremely different from any other. So nostalgic can't play a factor, but the Music Man can. (laughs) Sure.
2: Great point.
0: And I did not love this production of the Music Man. Um, and I love The Music Man. I've directed The Music Man. And was it uh, revolutionary? <laughs> of course, I directed it. <laughs> uh, so I have, like, a lot of nostalgia for it. I also vividly remember the Craig Bierko-Rebecca Luker production mm-hmm. that was uh-huh. 2000. Um, and this production was not it for me. I want. I expected it to be it for me. Because it was the same team that did Hello, Dolly. And that Hello, Dolly was a joy bomb from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I was like, ah, this is the team that did Hello, Dolly is doing the music, man. Can't wait. Sign me up. I was signed up. And quickly removed my name from the list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm very... Capable
4: of saying not it. I will say that that ensemble was incredible. the The mm-hmm. kids in particular were some of the most talented dancing children I've seen on stage. They were th- th- a couple of them were just really thrilling. Just be like, this is going to be somebody who's going to be a huge dancer on Broadway. Like, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, that was so cool to see. I I just, and I think there were some great performances. I think there was just, there was a flatness to this production that like, I think there was something about it that just didn't have depth. Like it was missing depth in some characters, some depth in like actual scene design. It just felt very flat. If
0: you walk out of the winter garden going, man, I really love the shins. You did the music man wrong. You like the greatest people on stage should not be the mayor and his wife.
4: They were so good.
0: I know <laughs> they hey, were... no wrong. Oh, I just rewatched Little Women the other night, and uh, she can do frown smiles better than anybody in the world.
4: Ooh, um, so good,
2: <clears throat> kind of frown smile, yeah.
4: She does she does some musicals, right? Jane, how does, does she? she did. Yeah. she was Tony nominated for Follies? That's right. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. That's right. Follies.
4: Oh, no, right. I, missed I was that like, one. what did
5: I just see her in? Oh, right. Um Only Murders. Uh, um, oh yeah. Yeah, she's excellent. Delightful. Yeah. I could
0: watch her and Jackie Hoffman bounce off each other.
3: Oh. Honestly. Oh
0: that's the series. Do I have to see these white dudes? I, <laughs> listen, I love Only Murders in the Building. Love, wait, what are you guys watching right now that's not theater? What are you watching on TV? What's your appointment oh. television?
5: Ne- I, I mean, the list goes on. But currently, so just off the bat, it's always any Star Wars or Marvel TV show. So right now at the yeah. time of recording this, it's um, She-Hulk and Andor. Um, but obviously Hot Heard. D. Um
3: House of the uh, Dragon.
5: D. That's me on a Tuesday. Hot D? House of the Dragon. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Nope. Hate it. Uh, oh, the, see, I love House of the, the show. Dragon. Not the show. I haven't seen the show. Hate that acronym. Never.
1: Uh, <laughs>
5: the Rings of <laughs> Power. Oh, that show's uh, so good. Um, what else am i watching uh so sci-fi nerd here are you but there's others like I, i'm also you know it's we're in the middle of october when recording this i'm watching all the spooky stuff all the time so like um midnight mm-hmm. club um all the new movies that are coming out so like all of that stuff but uh uh okay yeah
4: it's mostly also,
5: all that nerdy stuff
4: i want to give a push, push. for yeah I get a push for hacks on HBO, so it's so good. If you're, it is one so of the good. the like most intelligently written shows where it's like the writing is so good that you can tell it's good writing, but at the same time, it feels like natural conversation. And when a write mm-hmm. like what, when a writer or a team of writers can create that, where it's like my brain can acknowledge this is incredibly written, but also acknowledge that this is a reality based scene. Like that's really mm-hmm. really good. And I'm sorry, she is like she should win every award
5: all the time. Uh, hey Kevin, Kevin, don't worry. She has been winning all the awards <laughs> for she, the show.
3: One season.
4: She's so good.
0: Yeah. It's so she's good. spectacular. What about you, Kimberly? What are you watching? Well, Great British Bake Off.
2: Yes. <laughs> mm. But also, Mex- I've been enjoying Mexican week. Oh, Mexican week. week. Mexican week. <laughs> that was I, hard to watch.
4: Somebody, I, you I know saw that they.
0: Go ahead,
4: Kevin. I was going to say, I saw a tweet that somebody that was like, kind of went viral that was this guy in London saying, I just want the world to know we do know how to say pico de gallo.
3: Like,
4: <laughs> you uh,
0: know uh. they timed this. They timed this for Mexican Heritage, Hispanic Heritage Month. And then they were like. And then
2: they
0: ruined it. In real time. Yeah. Just watching it crumble. Ugh. Anyway, Kimberly, what else are you watching that's not GBBO? Gabobo. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, Abbott Elementary is excellent.
2: I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Jay had COVID like a month ago, and so I had a lot of time to myself. So I watched the entire first season of Abbott Elementary and then realized the second season had just begun, it was so perfect timing. Mm -hmm. Um, and Only Murders in the Building, I'm catching up on, and Cobra Kai.
0: so, none of you are watching Reboot on Hulu right now. Is that what I'm hearing? Wait, what
5: is oh, I, st- I watched the first episode.
3: What
0: is Keep it?
5: Keep watching it.
0: Mm-hmm. Reboot is um uh Rachel Bloom plays uh, Wait, a yeah, TV I writer. I see the trailers.
2: I didn't know it was out yet. Okay. Oh,
0: yeah. There's like four episodes out right now.
2: Watching it tonight.
0: <laughs> Friends, it is so wonderful. And, uh, uh sh- what is her name? She plays literally everybody's best friend in every show. And, uh... I was gonna say Judy Greer. The whole premise... I feel like we're playing charades, but not. Um...
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the whole premise is that this, um... Uh, Rachel Bloom's character wants to reboot a TV show from the nineties, like a step-by-step sort of TV show from the nineties and everybody comes back. Her father had created the show and is back again and the oh. dynamics between them, but also like the cast of the show was Johnny Knoxville, Judy Greer, uh, the redhead from Austin and Ally, whose name I can't remember, but yes, I watched Austin and Ally mm-hmm. as a 20 something. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, so funny oh and um uh the father is played by god he went to suny Bingham. mad about you mad about you mad about you oh paul riser paul Reiser. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um he went to suny binghamton which is my hometown famously on my album songs from inside my locker um anyway uh <laughs> watch plug. it it's really great but none of you watching that oh you
2: sure no, no.
5: what about Dahmer? did end? any of you watch Dahmer? that's on my um, list but it's I'm kind of scared I don't
2: think I want to
5: I didn't I I'd didn't have any interest in it just the way I, I'm to be t- completely totally honest i'm mm-hmm. I'm very much getting over like like glorify even if the show does not glorify these people sure. I'm over the glorification um, of the what these people did and like the excitement sure. that we get from it, and I just don't have the stomach for it. and And I watch spooky stuff all year. I love horror movies. Like, sure, sure. check out Talking Horror with Jamie and Keisha. Um, and like, I love horror movies, but like. And but the stuff like that, just I'd rather I'd rather watch Hill House again or like Blind Manor again. Yeah, and like sure, even if even if Evan Peters is spectacular and he wins and he wins an Oscar for a TV show, <clears throat> like he could be the most amazing thing in the world. But like I just like I I, I, I have no interest in that stuff. Can
0: that I tell on. you who's better than him though? Niecy oh. Nash. Oh,
3: really? is she
0: is she in it? She yeah. is the next. She is his next door neighbor who like oh. kept calling the cops repeatedly and like. She is still, deliver- I didn't know she was capable of like the depth that she goes into because, uh, you know, you know her from Reno 911. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Or what was the other clause? Was
5: she on clause? Was it
0: called? No, she was on though. She played a nurse with, uh, Laurie Metcalf on a show.
4: She is having a moment. She is. She's perfect. Niecy Nash. Cause she's got a new show on like primetime NBC or something. Where she's like a FBI agent, but like a normal person who becomes oh, an FBI yeah. agent. Like yeah. she's ha- she's having a moment.
5: She's the, I mean she's in the rookie feds.
4: That's what it is.
5: She's in claws Reno nine one one Dahmer getting on getting on getting on yeah, was uh-huh. the show yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah and then yeah of course that one she uh
0: she was in scream queens which is in the Ryan mm-hmm. Murphy yeah, universe that. so oh. it makes sense. Anyway, she's spectacular is what I'm
5: saying. Obsessed with Um, that. Did So moving. Yeah, sure. Moving to. We'll miss you. I don't know what that means. Did anybody here uh, watch Do
0: Revenge on Netflix? Not yet. It is in my queue.
5: Uh, It's spectacular.
4: Is it the one with uh, Maya Hawke or whatever?
5: Maya Hawk, yes. Okay, and, and the girl it's, from it's, the girl from Riverdale. It's spectacular. That's like, in my queue. Tr- the problem
0: it's is truly great. Chef's Chef's Table pizza came up, <laughs> and
4: yes, where am yeah, I, I going to go? You know what I mean. Um, I totally If you <laughs> if you love pizza on Hulu, I there's hate. there's a new show called Best in Dough that is a like pizza competition. And it is ridiculous and fun and stupid. And it's just like, it's a good time. The very. I'm
0: 45 years old and have lived several lives, and I've never been hornier than you telling me that (laughs)
3: there's a
4: competition (laughs) of best in dough. It's so. It's called Best in Dough. It's on Hulu. And the very first episode alone is they get three like Italian grandmas to compete making pizza. And it is one of the funniest and most awkward half hours of television. Because the one grandma is just doing her own thing and literally doesn't do the challenge and like steals <laughs> stuff. And it is... Perfect. Uh, no notes. And, and the host, apparently, Kimberly, you may know this host... I didn't know who he was. I thought Sarah he was charming Island? and cute, oh. and I looked him up, and he's from the Bachelor Universe.
2: Who is it? Wells. Is- Wells. Wells.
4: Yeah, I don't know his last name, but he is adorable he's
2: married and to Sarah Hyland.
4: Yes, from he's is- he is the host of Thor- this show, and he is adorable and hilarious, and it is just it is just a fun time.
5: So, Kevin, I- would you say that this show is dope? Oh no,
2: no.
4: Brian, you would love it because they throw in a lot of those kind of like they stupid throw in. <laughs> Get out!
1: I
0: I know nothing about The Bachelor, but I've been mixing Patty Murran's voice for two weeks solid. She
5: knows a lot of and that.
0: she is the <laughs> queen of The Bachelor, right? Yes, she is. I feel like I should watch it because uh, we're. Uh, I made a, a record with Patty Murin and Colin Donnell recently, and. Uh, it's so wonderful, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I could bring myself to watch The Bachelor.
2: I have not kept up.
0: Great, Cause it's sort of like an me and Amazing, Amazing Race, and
2: I was just like, I don't, I'm done here. You're all too young. I now. I
0: did ten seasons of The Amazing Race, and then I was like, I don't, I don't need to watch the Meat Bugs. I'm fine. I can. Yeah, me there's too. so many housewives
5: franchises. How, did you watch all of the amazing race or all the bachelor yeah. or both? Oh, all of amazing race? I watched all 30 something seasons of the amazing race. And we're currently watching the new one.
0: Um, Len, my husband, who you remember from the game challenge listener, and um, being your <laughs> <husband>. <laughs> uh, and I, we, we were watching and often we will just turn to each other when we're exasperated and go, Logan, um that was, <laughs> was that one dude who would scream his wife's name all the time well guys just really mean
5: yeah I we divorced. we I, I will say the the amazing race is an incredible uh like partner watch um just in yeah. terms of like like because there's a lot of good conversation to have and they're like sure. if, okay if we were if we were a team like who would do this one like i learned about my wife that like she like I would have to do all the height stuff. Like I would have to, or we would be eliminated. And like sure. you know, like like she could do all the puzzle stuff, no problem. But like I have to do the heights. I have to do the eating competitions and stuff like that. But like it's it's fascinating, right. and especially we also keep track of like okay, you've already done six roadblocks during this season. How many would I have? Like we we have a very fun time watching it.
4: That's adorable. You know
5: that? That's. Uh, th- we did go back and
0: watch the season when it was all like YouTube or social media stars, or whatever. Yeah, sure. Because uh-huh. I enjoy Tyler Oakley. Um, yeah, like his Corey first pool. season.
5: He's a, he's a real fun uh, contestant. Had I've seen friend. both of his seasons. Yeah. yeah.
0: Remember when he got jacked suddenly, and we were like, "What happened?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just returns to
2: the internet. Was he, he has, like, not? A Where on the I've internet? been? Video. He
0: was gone. Like, oh, I don't good
2: know. Good god! Maybe a year-ish. And then just, you know,
0: who doesn't care? The been.
2: internet.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woof.
2: Know, man.
0: So what are you guys looking forward to this season?
2: Oh, I'm looking forward to and Juliet and almost famous, even though Colin's not in it anymore.
0: Uh, I know, but he's got that TV show.
2: I know we're Lopin's releasing his famous. album. Ooh,
0: this is scoop. I don't know when this is coming scoop. out. Um, But we're releasing their album on November 18th, which is right between her Hallmark movie and his Peacock TV show. And when we were, I'm going to, nobody's heard this story. Um, I discovered the joys of edibles, like gummies specifically, during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And we were at a friend's house. Um, And we had all consumed a bottle of red wine. Do this in safety of others, is what I'm saying. Uh, We had each consumed a (laughs) bottle of red wine, and then, and had some pizza, and had a gummy. And I was introducing my friends to the joys of the Jimmy Awards medleys. The greatest thing ever invented, I would love to meet the homosexual who puts (laughs) those medleys together, who goes, you know what would be really funny? What if we go from Joe March right into Gertrude McFutt's.
4: Oh my God. They're so good.
2: <laughs> <A natural laughs> no, transition. So the gummy
0: has hit and I get a text. Like it literally hits and I get a text from Patty Murin and it says, Colin just got a TV show and we're moving to Australia for nine months. We can't finish the album until we get back. And I, the gummy has hit and I say, I'm going to lose my job. Um, And she goes, you're not going to lose your job. I didn't lose my, spoiler, I didn't lose my job. However, we're still watching the Jimmy Awards, and the best thing about the Best Actor Jimmy Awards uh, for the male species, um, whatever they may be, is there is always a beast. There's always a beast in a shitty, shitty costume who is doing step touches behind everybody with hooves. (laughs) And in that moment... I am cry laughing at what my life has become in that moment and also at the stupid hooves of some beast who's kept touching while, like, uh, a Jack Kelly is singing Seize the Day or whatever.
4: Oh, my God. No notes,
0: honestly.
3: Uh,
4: Perfect. Now, what is everybody's... If you were forced to wear an iconic musical theater character's costume out in public through your normal day for an entire day. What would be the most embarrassing costume to have to wear I'm all the day? worst one. Like the most oh. embarrassing one.
5: Uh, uh, the, the last scene in the Full Monty. Would you get... Brian, the- some people would like it. I, would <laughs> you get... Would you
4: get the hat or no? Um... Or just like the last second.
5: Um, I think I don't. I, I uh, hmm. <laughs> I I think yeah, you have we're the
2: trying to hide it with the hat.
5: Yeah, I probably just or the hat. A um, but it, maybe, maybe, maybe you you have the rip away underwear and the hat, and anytime you enter a room, you need to like. You do the like, yeah, yeah, Perfect. Uh, 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 and uh, the
0: lights uh, go out a second too late. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 a punch too late.
4: Yep, and that's when he know somebody me, slipped the stage manager a thousand dollars. Just to have that, like <laughs> you, a couple seconds. <laughs> yeah, true. <A> thousand <laughs> uh, 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 uh.
0: for me, it's Clay Aiken's Joseph costume. Oh, good one. play oh, specifically. That that's red a good wig. one. Yeah.
2: I'm going to yeah. go with Sierra, Bogus, and Little Mermaid, only same because awesome. I have to learn to Heelys. <laughs> same <laughs> wig.
1: Yeah. Same.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but I'd like to watch
4: today. you on Heelys. Oh,
2: thank That'd you. That'd be fun. I, fall.
4: <laughs> I have to say, probably. The mermaid
2: fell when I saw
4: it. The, <laughs> I would say the clouds. From Escape to Margaritaville that had like human arms and legs, but were like cloud people. I think that would be the worst costume to walk around in. You know, giant
5: cloud. you'd fit right I, in with like the Hamburglar. In Time <laughs> I've been drunk. Oh my God.
0: I've been drunk at Broadway shows before. And Margaritaville gave me like mar- free margaritas because i was there on tony tickets it mm-hmm. wasn't enough and i can't <laughs> unsee like lisa <laughs> howard
3: <laughs> flying <laughs> to <laughs> a cheeseburger
0: station friend of the yep. show i f- oh. i yep. worship her yeah i yeah. did her album
2: she's flying she's to a cheeseburger station messages, that every theater and then- in margarita and then we crossed
0: the street and went to Bond 45, and Len still has, somewhere in this chaos, has a beach ball. The yeah! He beach got beach one? Ball. Because he enjoyed himself. It was fun!
4: We had a good time.
0: He he did have a good time. Listen, I'm never going to be like, Paul Alexander Nolan, no, you should not be in Justin's swimsuit. That's I'm never going to say that.
4: Though I will say, I saw Paul Alexander Nolan in um, Slave Play, slave play? Sure and did. Uh, you saw Paul Alexander Nolan in Slave
0: Play. Um, he, it at, truly at, watching that show was like Carmen Sandiego with the the um, with the magnifying glass, right? Because yep. you saw everything,
4: everything. Times, he just walked in a circle, completely naked, and so. Yep. We were, I, and then the craziest part was after that show, which was like a complete like mind mess up of a show in the best way and worst way possible. It was amazing. The show was incredible, but like, it just, it was, it was like, it really challenged a lot and was like very disturbing and very um, shook you up in a great way. So it was just, I left the theater with my friend and neither of us could even talk to each other. Cause we were just both like processing what had happened. And we got onto the A train and paul augs or nolan was on the train in the car with us and he had i guess had two friends at the show so he was just talking like a normal human and i was just like i have having a really hard time just like acknowledging that he's being a normal person after what i just watched him do for two hours (laughs) like it was just like such an intense thing for him to just be like shooting the shit with his friends about like the weather and like how their kids and stuff are. And I'm like, I know what you did. <laughs> like, well, not really, but what your character no, did. Right. So like, ah. But it was, it was a really weird experience. Cause I've, I've obviously like, if you live in New York and you see Broadway shows, you're, that happens. You're yeah, like, see you, end people up, on
0: trains. you yeah, see people right? on trains,
4: you see them like walking through. Like I definitely saw a girl when I was holding the, like, um, once on this Island program and she was sitting on the train and she like kept looking at it. And I just looked at it and I was like, you were really great. And she was like, thanks. And then we didn't say anything the rest of the time, but like, I knew she had been in the show. So like you see people, but like, it's weird when you see someone after it was such a like,
3: Mm
4: -hmm. like Mm -hmm. in the, I mean, purposefully traumatizing experience as an audience member to experience. And then you just see them like, Live in their normal Thursday, and you're like, no, like, <laughs> no, this is not compute. <laughs> I would have sung Whoa, Mama
0: Adam.
3: <laughs> ha, ha, Whoa, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: <laughs> hand him a um, briefcase a couple yeah. times and walked away.
4: Oh my God, that would have been so good. That would have been so yeah. good.
2: If you to my readable, Where is Allison left? Because then Kevin and I saw her in Waitress.
4: Oh my
0: god. Right? Is, she done, is she doing TV or anything? I don't
2: know.
5: Yeah. She Allison Love Allison Love was on that uh that Epics TV show with Stephen Amel, wasn't she? Um yes. uh, uh what's it called? Um Heels? Heels, yes. Oh. She's done eight episodes of Heels.
4: Yep, so, she was definitely on that show. For Allison Love. And I think yeah. her and her husband do like, they're like a music duo where they make music together or something. It's, okay. I don't know. She gave her performance in Waitress was emotionally and vocally pitch perfect. It was just, what, how, she hit every single note.
5: Kevin, like, how many, how many, um, how many, uh, uh, well, I can't remember her name. Why, why can't I remember? How many Jenis have you seen total? How many Jennis have we seen, and like, do we have a preference in Jenna? Because obviously they all play very differently. I, I saw I saw
4: Sarah Bareilles um, and Allison Luff. I saw
2: Jesse Mueller and Allison
4: Luff. Robbie, I did only, you see it?
5: I only saw I, Jesse.
0: I saw Jesse Mueller and I saw Sarah Bareilles twice. Um, Sarah was preferred to me. Let me tell you who's not an actor, friends. Jason Mraz.
2: You saw yeah. Jason Mraz? Oh. Did he wear yeah. a hat? Because
0: right there, I am a Jason Mraz fan. Whoever it was the resident director who put him into the show was like, oh, so you're not an actor. Um, okay, you're a doctor. What you need to do is just keep looking at a clipboard <laughs> to do doctor things. And that is what he did. For two hours, just
2: kept referencing. Well,
0: maybe his script was on the clipboard. Yeah, <laughs> it was. No, no, he's a smart human, and he's saying well, but like the first time I saw Sarah was like spellbindingly good.
3: Yeah, the opposite, was um,
0: it? Drew, Drew, yeah, Um, It's just Jason
4: has a different skill set. Did we see Jeremy with Allison?
2: No, we saw I Mark Evans. Jeremy
4: was great. Because uh, Jeremy was with Shoshana. Shoshana. Yeah. being. We yeah, saw yeah. right.
2: Mark Evans with Allison Luff.
4: That's right. Mark Evans was wonderful. Allison yeah. uh, Luff was, like I said, pitch perfect. She was incredible. But I have never seen Sarah in that show was insane. Just because she's so talented that all of it lives in her body and her voice so well. And she did different melody things. That it was like blowing my mind They were gorgeous but it was just like I'm literally watching The composer of this show Rewrite the show in (laughs) real time And that was like such a Like Just like Surreal experience To hear her do different melodies That were a hundred It wasn't like she was just like fucking around Or that she was just like trying something new cause she was bored. She was choosing things that were like emotionally driven. And so it was like every choice was not just like to riff, to show something. Cause like she did like lower choices and just, just everything she did was so like deeply rooted in the like emotion of it that it was like, Oh, right. She is the writer of this piece. So she knows the ins and outs of it melodically to do these really powerful moments just cause she felt it. And that was so
0: insane. Uh, I didn't know what kind of actress she was until Into the Woods. She is so magnificent as an actress. Mm-hmm. To truly break out of Joanna Gleason's mold but still work
2: mm-hmm.
0: was like, ugh, she's wonderful.
4: Absolutely. Wonderful. I did
2: see her in Into the Woods.
4: Oh. But I've been listening well, to
2: the heck out of the cast album this week. <laughs> I
4: wonder
0: if it will come back. I I have a theory. Like that she will that, come back
2: too?
0: No, I have a theory that it will close in January. So like it's supposed to. But like around March or so, the the full cast will come back um, for the Tonys so that it will be remembered. Mm. Um, that is a theory. I have nothing to substantiate that, in fact, but uh, I like the you theory. You know, it's going to end up on sweaty Oracle's TikTok tomorrow, <laughs> like the day you <laughs> release it. Uh, 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 uh.
2: Do not like that name.
3: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
2: um, you know what I'm excited for that I just remembered because they had their me preview me. today. K-pop.
0: Oh. oh right, K-pop. Yes, Max Verdon. Who wrote The View Upstairs, which is on our label? Yeah. Um, I guys, I've also heard Here Lies Love is going to the Broadway Theater yeah.
3: in I the Lies, spring. Lies
0: Love. I yeah. didn't get to see it. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Oh. I didn't
4: get to see it either, so I would Here be very Lies excited Love to see that.
2: Was one of the coolest things I've seen. Because I mm-hmm. like knew nothing about it, didn't know what was going on. And then you just get shuffled around by a bunch of people in jumpsuits.
4: And was that, Ruth? and was that Ruthie and
2: Miles? It seems like a theater. Yeah. yeah.
0: that's uh, And Ruthie, I'm told, is going with it.
2: Oh, Obsessed. because there was something about an encore encor production that got moved. Yeah. That I think wasn't mm-hmm. Oracle's TikTok.
0: Uh, well, Light in the Beyoncé was moved. Um, yeah. I don't believe I, it was moved that, for that but it was moved. Can't wait. Honestly, love this love entire Encore stuff. season that I feel like is, uh, we are so sorry about last season. Please enjoy this <laughs>
3: season.
0: <laughs> uh, Crystal, you
2: like these ones. You like these ones, I promise.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, Oliver. Yeah. <laughs>
5: parade.
2: You've always been saying parade.
0: <laughs> oh,
5: Oliver with uh. it waking up from a dream. I guess it's similar to Annie is deeply sad.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. And he's like, he just gets like one more ladle full of Cheerios or whatever. Yeah.
4: Or, the or doctor it's,
2: wakes up from a dream.
4: As it or it's a scene of Nancy trying to wake up from a dream, but she can't because this is her actual life.
5: Uh, wow. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty sad too.
4: That's I will never dark.
5: <laughs> I was a little
4: kid wow, and I saw
1: y'all.
4: I was a little kid and I saw Oliver on tour when it came to Florida when I was young for some reason. <laughs> and i' I will never forget that production because the Nancy was this like incredible black woman who just was like stole the entire show. but then in like when it was time for like Bill Sykes spoiler alert to mm-hmm. murder Nancy, he pulled out the largest most comically like ridiculous knife i have ever seen on stage and (laughs) stabbed her and it was so big that like when he did the like fake stab motion like you could see it behind her so they tried (laughs) to play like he had like literally like stabbed her through with like a sword and it was like the most like violent thing I had ever seen as a little kid. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was so intense. That's wild. And I remember I talked to my mom, who's a, a librarian. So she obviously likes the books and the original things and likes me to know what's in the books. I thought she
2: so like, just in general said she likes the books. She, she likes, likes the books. books. Yeah, she likes
4: so, all the books. Listen, oh, my mom's a librarian. She likes the books. She likes
2: the books.
4: So I remember talking like, to her about weird. how violent that was. And she's like, and I was like, is that like in the book? He just stabs her with a huge knife. And then my mom was like, no, sweetheart. In the book, he beats her to death. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes it better. So Thanks, like, mom. I guess you can't perform that on stage, though. That would be pretty epic.
2: I mean, you could. You I mean, could. You could, rather you didn't. We don't yeah, need to.
4: Right. S- but listen, nobody she likes needs the to books. see that. No one needs to see
5: that. She
0: do, she do like the books. <laughs> she she do likes, like, the books. likes the books. The books.
5: This brings us to the end of our episode. Oh
3: dear. It Uh, does indeed. Robbie,
5: thank you so much for joining us. Um, Anything you want to tell our listeners about?
0: Yes. The musical that I would like to grow old through. Yeah. (laughs) Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This is the best question ever. So glad you asked. No, I, um, because I was listening to the Kate Reinders episode today. Mm -hmm. And you asked that question. I was like, "Oh, he's going to ask me that. And I should think about it." And I thought, "Baby, that'd be funny because it starts in an embryo." But no, uh, <laughs> that's a really good answer. But
2: well, that's a lovely. But answer.
0: But a funny thing happened on the way to the forum where your hero, list, Marcus, like like you just keep getting older. Yeah, and eventually your dominia. Uh, that's really good. Um, that's yeah.
2: That's a great that's
0: answer. A uh, one no one has given. Listen, we're releasing. I get my first solo producer credit on an album with okay. uh, Patty Muren and Colin Donnell's album. Amazing. Something Stupid is the name of it. And it's coming out November 18th. I'm very proud of it. Go listen to it. Uh, I have a very good album called Songs from Inside My Locker that is highly listenable. We know it. We love um, and it. And if you're listening listens? to it, did
2: uh, you see that today on your Instagram? Yeah,
0: on Apple Music of all things. It's got oh, like 800,000 on Spotify. Which is nice, but most of that is jam tomorrow, jam yesterday, because I'm the <laughs> only recording of it that exists.
2: Yeah. Oh and wow. So it's a bunch sure. of drunk musical theater majors playing it for their friends.
0: Sure. Some
2: homosexual
0: was <laughs> like, "You guys know this song? Hey, you know this song? Like that? Yeah. I get it. Who cares? Yes. I'm yeah. grateful that for that point zero 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 six cents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no money. Stream my album. Uh, that's all I have. Uh I'm yeah, I'm t- what am I doing? Weeping into a lean cuisine. Um but uh I'm so happy to see you guys. I missed you guys. Oh, I haven't nice seen you since nice Kevin's
4: show. I know.
0: Oh wow Oh, yeah. I, I uh I miss going to Bond with you guys.
4: I know Let's I miss go. those Negronis.
2: So good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well good. Kimberly and Kevin and I can go. It's yes, FaceTime. Yeah, Brian.
2: To, I'll make my own lasagna <laughs> yeah.
5: here. It won't be as good. Put your it Oh, well, we could. I mean, I, I can meet you on a Monday I mean, night. Um, well, are you just gonna night. like
0: take a train in?
5: Oh, he does. I, he does. I do. Oh, I'm there every Sunday night and Monday night because I um I have a on Monday nights.
0: The workshop, BMI the Workshop. workshop. The BMI it's workshop. no longer Fridays at four, which Year is, a one is song Mondays at six from a class act. Yeah. <laughs> Mondays at six fifteen. That doesn't scan.
3: No. Um
0: <laughs> that's all I have to plug though. Uh <laughs> listen to Patty and Collins album because it's
5: very good. I
3: love
5: them. Cool. Yay. That's great. Yeah. Um Fantastic. Well, you can follow him at, at Diva Robbie. You can follow us at Broad Wasted on sure. social media. Um, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Find all of our theater nerdy stuff on our Facebook group. Of course, you can join our Patreon. Um, we have some really cool stuff and fun things going on there. Um, and uh, On top of that, you know where you can find us on all things podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where you can rate and review us. Five stars, five stars please, please. Five stars, please. Thank you. um we end every episode with a quote we do oh we do to see. and today no, is that's... so long honey lamb i'll be seeing you time for us to part i'll be twinkling so long honey lamb i'll be keeping you right here in my heart funny lady um well thank you so have, much. Have any of
0: you seen funny lady no no, I, no. any of you
4: no.
5: I haven't either.
4: No, no. Need to watch.
0: First of all, a
2: movie club episode of Funny Lady with
0: you. We should. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. I'm in. No, no. no all right. Anyway. No Plofsky was talking.
5: I think oh, no! I was just thanking you. Yeah. Saying thank you, but we, as we end every episode, we raise a glass. And we say Cheers Cheers
3: Cheers hmm